Hi, this is David Johnson. Uh, so I did a series of podcasts about Game of the Year 2016 with a couple of friends, Mark, Kevin, and Allie. Uh, we did one session, which was two separate, which you will be listening as two separate podcasts. It was uh, Best New Character and Actual Top 10 Game of the Year list. Uh, I decided to separate all these out. Uh, partially because, you know, they're fairly long, so it makes it a little easier to listen to. And secondly, Allie was sick uh, the first time we did this, so we also did best uh, moment, level, or sequence separately, so that will be coming before the Game of the Year podcast. And then also, I probably will make a B-side, which will be the last, just kind of Allie's opinion on some of our game of the year picks and she wasn't there other than that yeah i hope you enjoy it and there will be more interviews soon hi this is not what you probably were expecting because this is in mixed up zombies interviews and this is not an interview what we're doing today is we're doing a game of the year 2016 podcast a little delayed uh, you know, but we got to see all the games that came out, like, in December. So we actually got to talk, look at them. That's the positive of this. Uh, luckily, I'm not going to be just talking to a microphone all by myself for, like, three hours. That would be very weird. So I am joined by a dapper man, Kevin. Hi. Hello. It's uh, weird to hear that name, that handle. I don't I don't hear it as much anymore. Yeah. It's, 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 it's yeah. a little strange. But hey, how are you? And I'm also joined by on on reload Mark V. Yeah, hi. How are you? Pretty good. Thank so, you for having I, me. I didn't say hello. I feel like uh, how are you? I, I feel like I'm a bad person. It's <laughs> I didn't okay. Say, okay. So we got a couple of lists here, and if you think this these lists seem similar to another podcast, you are totally a hundred percent correct in that. I kind of copied that. Uh, so the first one, we're just going to get started, is uh, Best New Character 2016. So I'm going to read off this list real fast of what we have right now. I have Uncle Death from Let It Die. I have Diva from Overwatch. We'll probably take her off. Uh, Alex Whoa. from Oxenfree. Katie's thing made me really not okay. like her as much. We'll talk about that. Jonas, oh, I didn't hear this. Uh, okay. Jonas from Oxenfree. Tracer from Overwatch, Junkrat from Overwatch, Lincoln Clay from Mafia 3, BT7274 from Fall 2. Most people just call him BT. Uh, Doug from Overcooked. He's probably not going to make the cut. Uh, Emmanuel. Uh, oh, God. Emmanuel? Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Thank you. Lazar, I'm, I'm going to hope. Uh, from Mafia 3, I, I'm the one who put him on there, so I probably should have known how to say his name. Uh, Henry from Firewatch. Are we going to put Delilah on this? Yeah, I was, I was about to say, I think Delilah should also uh, be on this list. Uh, your boy, Guzma from Pokemon Sun and Moon. Genji from Overwatch. Marcus from Watch Dogs 2. Are we going to put uh, Wrench on this as well? I think Kevin? we'll talk about... Let's let's talk about that when we get a little okay. bit in. I kind of just... We got Otis from Alboy. We have a questionable but important decision to make with the Doom Moraine from <laughs> Doom 2 2016. 
We have Prompto from Final Fantasy XV. We have, and then we also have Laura from Street Fighter V. There's a character named Prompto. There is yeah. a character named Prompto. He's is, is he on time a lot? No, if I, he's like kind of lazy. He's a lazy boy. I would describe it's a ridiculous him. name. So what oh, you... it's Final Fantasy. <laughs> I know. I name. hate Final Fantasy. <laughs> I mean the, uh, the the other cat. What are the other? Oh, let's let's before. Noctis. All right, here here is the list of the four: Noctis, Prompto, Ignis, and Gladio. That is yeah, the boys. Do you know which one doesn't belong? Is Prompto? Yeah, probably. He actually Prompto's sticks out on that list. Just kind of stick out on my list. Okay, so what I'm suggesting is we just have a winner, and then uh, four other candidates for. Okay, so like this a, so there's like a top five with a overall winner. Yeah, but it's it's not great. It's not like one, no, no. Two, but three, I mean, it's like five. it's it's like yeah, it's like, a, it's like a five, a list of five, and then there's the one who is Actually the is the one with yeah, the top of that list. So I think the rest I'm, of them all second place. Yeah, uh, I think because I've only played like twenty minutes, and I don't know if Mark's played any of what it. Uh, excuse me. I'm not at all. No. Uh, so we're just gonna start with Uncle Death if Kevin can give. All me... right. So Uncle Death. <sighs> So let it die. First of all, for anyone who doesn't know, and just for everyone's sake, it's it is a it is a Suda fifty one joint. Ah. Fifty four, fifty one, fifty fifty four. It's fifty one. Suda fifty one. Fifty one. Fifty one. It's a Suda fifty one joint. So it's very what you think that would be. Um, he's had like had a kind of upward downward kind of thing of late. Like his games are liked, but I, I think he's definitely been on a strange path. Uh, let it die has been coming out for a long time. And one of the first things we saw this game that was just like, oh, it's Grindhouse uh, free-to-play fighting game was a character who was the Grim Reaper riding on a skateboard. Who's also the local character. And that's Uncle... Also has sunglasses. Uh, That change every time you look at him. Um, That character's Uncle Death. And there's kind of a meta layer to this game that is a little confusing. That you are playing... You are playing in an arcade in Japan, this hot new game called Let It Die that is loaded into your brain via a like scarab. But Uncle Death is both in the actual game you're playing with you're hitting people and also in this outer layer of being in the arcade. And he his whole character is that he's a gamer in the Japanese arcade scene who's not like wearing a skull costume. He's literally the Grim Reaper um, who respects you as a gamer really hard and wants to like he, he calls you senpai out of respect and he's always giving you helpful tips and he's just a positive character who helps a lot with like selling that game in a way that a lot of other things don't like the thing about Uncle Death that I think is why I even thought about this because otherwise he would just be it's like oh we're putting the Suda character on the list like he's a very Suda all the characters in the game are like this mushroom girl who's just like crazy because pseudo characters are crazy. But Uncle Death Uncle Death adds like a brevity and like a lightheartedness to it in a way that Suda's games haven't for a while. Like even Lollipop Chainsaw didn't have that, or like No Man uh, No More Heroes sort of had that, but it, I don't think it it I don't think any character leaped out at people as much as Uncle Death does. As much as people like Travis. 
He looks I'm not cool. I, I just looked him up. He he's a yeah, cool he, looking he, dude. He's definitely like he, engineered to look cool, but yeah. it works. But he but he's dorky, which I think is like what makes it work. And like he's got a uh, Finnish okay. accent, which you probably didn't expect. Did not expect that. No. Oh yeah, he's like he's very he's a very unusual character who like doesn't really show up in the game except for for tutorial parts and when you exit to that outer layer, and, and um, though he does show up with, so this game is exclusively on PS4 for now. And it's it's Dark Soulsy in combat, but there are moments where if you stagger the enemy and you, like by hitting them in a specific fashion, so they drop their stamina, you could do like big moves in them. Essentially, sort of like the backslash or like the back the backstab in um, in uh, Dark Souls. And when you do those, no matter like whatever weapon you're holding, you do some like really gratuitous like manhunt, but not as like graphically reality as manhunt type kill. And he proclaims out of the speaker in your controller how cool that thing that just happened is and that's pretty much the only interaction oh, you cool. have with him for the go to go gameplay but like that it it, it does gleam you towards uncle death he's like he literally just goes oh, radical senpai like and really dumb crap when you're like using a iron to like blow steam into someone's face like and it's it's just real it, it, you you might you might be going like a whole hour without having done one of those and you just forget he's there and then you do one, and it just and it does not come out of the, like the the TV in any way. It just comes out of your your controller, which is like, I don't know. They they present him really well. I think that's a lot of the reason. And part of the reason I want him on this list was because he came out. Let, Let it die came out mid December, so most people didn't talk about Uncle Death because you like no one could have known. <laughs> no one could have known. Also, good, the game like, like just a... dropped. It came out. It, yeah, like, yeah, we had an idea, out. but it, we didn't know. Like It was just like, oh, it's out. My only uh, concerns about Uncle Death is, and I've only played a little bit, so if you can like temper these concerns, is he reminded me a lot of Garcia Hotspur from Shadows of the uh, he's less. He's less cursy. Fair enough. But he yeah. seemed to have this kind of like uh, relaxed attitude about everything. Well, it's, seemed... you're you're playing, you're in a video game, which I think helps like or explain that away. And you're using like bot, dead body surrogates, like you're basically mind controlling dead bodies. That's how they have you multiple characters you can use in that game. But um, and it has the permadeath mechanic in a way that isn't like weird. But. You're right that he's kind of like that. I think that's fair. Like, I, I'm not going to pretend and say Uncle Death is a tr- is a major original character for Suda. He's a very Suda character. Mm-hmm. But it's the first time in a long time I've, like, had no objections with a Suda character. Like, uh, what was that game that came out a couple of years ago? Which one? Was it a Suda game? That also had, yeah, I think it had the word dead in the title. Killer is dead, which was his Killer's last dead, directed yeah. game. Yeah, uh, exactly. This, he did not direct Let It Die. Yeah. And I don't think he directed Shadows either. He just uh, no, no, produced that was a Shinji Mikami joint, I think. Uh, so Killers Dead had characters that were very like suited characters, but they always had some. It had that real like caveat you had to deal with, like oh they were at uh, pervy or like oh they they were just like garbage people, amoral like <laughs> bad people. Whereas he's not really bad he's in any way. He's just enjoying the fun. Yeah, he's just like enthralled in it, and it's if like I'm, it's 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 if like I'm not light. Mistaken, what I liked about Uncle Death is at the very, I think it's either the first time you really start the game or the first time you die, he uh, goes away on his skateboard and totally beats it in front of you. Yeah, 
If yeah, I'm he just not, said, he does not land sick move. He, he, like he has to bail. And he just kind of moves along. Like he just kind of like I. Everyone saw that. And, it, and it's done well. It's not like a comedy thing where like, oh, he falls down the stairs and like breaks his back. He like he just bails off the board because yeah. he messes up the trick. So that's like that's endearing in, in a way. Well, I think uh, he probably will make. Uh, we got a lot, so I think he'll probably at least make the top five for sure. Yeah. I think. So, I think so. One of the things I have to deal with is like, do, do multiple Overwatch characters get on this list? What do you think? Well, that, this is the yeah. This is the thing is that is that. Overwatch is the most present uh, game on this list, right? It has what four entries on here, uh, uh, and I, I could give arguments for other characters around on this list too. It was, it was and I mean, between back. for me, like Tracer is super important. I mean, she's a hot, hot topic pretty recently. Uh, Junkrat, Junkrat's cool, but I mean, I don't think a, a large portion of people feel that way over other characters. I mean, Overwatch in general, it's a game with with a lot of personality because it's all about the heroes. Yeah, there's a lot of characters. It's on. not as big as, say, League or Dota yet, where there's so many heroes that it's hard oh, for someone to stand like, out. They both have 230 last time. Yeah. Right, something insane. Like, like, and Overwatch is like 20. Yeah, yeah even so, when Dota came out, like, well, not when it originally came out, but even when Dota came to prominence, so when anyone started playing, there weren't enough characters that you could hone in on a character you super liked. I mean, there were too many characters that you could hone in on a character you super liked. Because Whereas, yeah, you're right, but Overwatch has the benefit of, like, it's like a fighting game to me, you know, yeah. like, like there's only 20 That's something. I, I definitely, for, for me, like Tracer is the mascot, but D.Va is, is such a big deal. Now, now to me, D.Va feels a little pandery because she is, you know, she's a cute girl, but then she's also like the hardcore gamer who says like gamer type phrases. L O L. Yeah, you know, yeah. time to raise my APM. Uh, well, she's very, she's very like blizzard Self, right she is a cross self-aggrandizing of like self. oh starcraft references uh. exactly and and so she's not personally for me maybe because i don't play starcraft or, or starcraft 2 but um i can definitely see why people would like her um she's also i mean i i don't play at the high competitive level at all but for yeah, me no, it, she seems more consistent than than tracer tracer is very good that, but that i feel like that's mm. That's a weird. I don't think we need to start going down the rabbit okay. hole of like best character is the most gameplay okay. proficient. No, no, I do think you factor in are they fun to play, but I sure. don't think you get into like oh they are the because like well, <laughs> this is a great reason for us like to, uh, hindsight delayed podcast. Um, Diva got nerfed recently, pretty significantly. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So that was to, in reference to the fact that she was pretty much essential. Uh, so. But but her core tenants still exist, and I think it's worth it. Like she's super fun to play. I think she's the kind of tank who a lot of people who don't usually play tank can play. And yeah. I think there there are so many people I knew, like just pers like fans of games. In, I'll call spade a spade. Specifically, a lot of like um, like uh, female uh, people who are interested in Overwatch saw her in the mech. There's a lot of anime trash. So when they saw the mech, they were like, hell yeah, this girl in the mech that I can play. And there was that kind of trepidation ahead of a watch coming out of like, oh, will I, will I like playing her? Right. It's like a she's heavy cool, character. but maybe she's going to be. Yeah, no, it's like they saw it and were like, oh, she's cool, but maybe she might be hard to play, which is always a conversation. Like people see these great, like Street Fighter or like fighting games are a good example of this. You see this great character you really like, but like they might be too technical for the level you play fighting games right. in. So like, oh, uh, maybe it's like, so there was a bit of that worry, but she is totally like intuitive 
in a yeah, way. And, I think, and, and like, she doesn't die easily. Like if you if you try to pick up Tracer, and you don't know how to play Tracer, or how to play a, a you know a first person shooter, you're gonna not be playing Tracer very. Yeah, long. totally. Tracer is like, and I I think further down. Uh, Genji's middle is just my my pick because I like Genji a lot. Same same uh, problem. She's such a, a a like I like Genji wannabe as Japanese as wet dream. Player, to me, like I like uh, you're right, but I like the character <laughs> a whole lot. I'll, I, well, I'll get the into whole, that. The backstory or just like like uh, not the I ninja. Don't I don't I don't. It, it's the it's specifically the um. All right, so let's, let's bring in Genji. I think Genji's not gonna make this list, but I want to explain why. I put Kenji on this list over any other characters. I love Lucio. I think Lucio is definitely someone I thought about putting Lucio's on here. Cool. Yeah, Lucio's great, and like I love, I, I love Reaper on a. They really went for it, didn't they? <laughs> they love really it. did go for it. They really <laughs> went for it. They just, and they just went Reaper the most Reapery he could be, and I, I appreciate the commitment he's to being a teenager. He's almost anti Uncle Death, like what you. Would that's say. why. I, that's why I love him because he's so he's earnest. very serious. Earnest. There's no yeah. self awareness. There's there's no. Uh, no irony yeah. to it. I, I like, think it works. I think the second guy. they do that is the second he like turns. I'm not but a psychopath. But uh, Genji, it's it's uh, like I didn't initially like I'm. I'll say like when I saw the game, like he didn't appeal to me at all. Like he's always just the, he's going to be the ninja character. Like it's what most people would say when they saw him. But the description of a character who like went through some cybernetic thing after a horrible accident, and then had the usual story arc of oh god I've lost my humanity but then at a point and this is part of the benefit of how Overwatch structures its stories and characters where a lot of them have already gone through their character development um, him having found Zenyatta who's a character I also like a lot and um, going there's, through there's like, that whole thing of like cybernetic people right like that's yeah what that's, a, that's a major theme throughout all of Overwatch is like the omnic stuff like what yeah yeah people. that's it and Genji, in a lot of ways, I like that he he comes out the other end of like self propulsion, and now like doesn't hate what he is. Has no voice lines in the game of like I'm no longer human or anything like that. <laughs> like he he accepts what he is now and how it's useful, and he's found like a, a harmony in that and like a confidence to being just a heroic character. He's not dark. He's not edgy. He's just so you really do- dove into the whole the whole backstory thing. A little uh, bit, yeah, a little bit. Like, well, the, the video, um, the video they did specifically for him and Hanzo helped a lot for me. But that like grabbed my attention the way he interacted with Hanzo because it wasn't like other than the initial like tease that they do just for structuring your drama. He doesn't hate Hanzo. He doesn't hate Hanzo in any way. <laughs> like, there is no ill will towards Hanzo. By the end of that video, he's just like, look, that was horrible what happened, and like, but but I forgave you. And past that, we need to help the world now. And part of that probably from Zenyatta and how he taught him. And, like, that makes me feel... I saw this great article on Kill Screen. I don't want to... This is not me pushing for it to be on the list. It's just me explaining one. Because I, I think this could <laughs> sound like... No, this could sound well, like the top five. Because this could sound oh. like I'm trying to turn him into a bigger social argument than he honestly is from Blizzard. But I, I the pieces are there. Which that's... I, I talk to a friend a lot about this with what I love about Overwatch. It's all building blocks. There's not a ton there, but there's a lot you can build from from what they put out there. Um, he's a character who, at one point, had body dysmorphia, or what happened to himself, and has now got the other side of that. And as you're playing the game, you're utilizing all of these things that made him not human to help people, like the like the the ninja dash, like the 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 specific instance they described was like you. 
oh no, your two healers on your team are getting attacked, like Zenyatta and Mercy. You have to say you you have the chance to save the person who saved your body without because Mercy in the lore is the one who actually gave him the the suit, and Zenyatta the person who saved his soul. Interesting. And like there there is that aspect to him of like he he was fixed way before this, and only very recently going into the game is he like happy now. And and again, none of his voice lines are like edgy in that way that like someone like Reaper is. And I, I like that about him. And it's so easy. Most games would have had him be Snake Eyes. And I love Snake Eyes. But like it would have been the moody, silent ninja. Like Grey Grey Fox is similar as well. And um, but they didn't go there. And I, I like that about him. And it's one of the reasons I've tried to get better at playing him. And I don't. If, I think if he wasn't, if he wasn't like that, I wouldn't. He could have be had very that. good with Genji. That's that's one thing yeah, I yeah. don't. That's a strike against him. And I mean, I'm not. I'm really not going to make any decision based on my experience yeah, with sir. players that play them. But I will say that like Genji okay, and Hanzo players at, at low level are like the obnoxious. most annoying people. They obnoxious. love to play them, and they're not good at them. Even though apparently yeah. Genji can be like extremely, oh, he's got a extremely useful. Yeah, he's a I never, I never see that. No, it's fair, uh, and I think that's warranted. I think, I think, um, and, and Diva's the bane of my existence. I play Farah, and I hate Diva so much. Yeah, but I, I, I Junkrat and Diva. So I don't. I will say right now, I don't main Genji. I just want to get better at him. It motivate liking his character so much has motivated me to playing him in like bot matches and stuff to get oh. like more used to him. Like that's uh, the strength of his just character is motivated play. me to play him more. If I know, I know. Play, but I'm just saying, like, I in general like. That, that's been a huge strength for me. And again, all the characters in Overwatch are, are so good. But I, I think we may end up only having maybe one or two Overwatch characters. And I think I'm okay with... I'm, I'm open to Genji. You're clearly way more passionate about, about yeah. the Overwatch characters than but I. I don't, I don't want that to be like the... Because well, I super like it. But defense. you also have like an actual opinion. Like That's my biggest problem with D.Va is... I like the character, I like the character's design, but the very little backstory that character is given is kind yeah. of gross in a way that you have to actually accept on some level. So D.Va's basic thing is that she was a South Korean StarCraft II player. If, or I think, it's, is it officially oh, yeah. StarCraft II? Yeah, yeah, StarCraft yeah, is yeah, in yeah. the original, right? Yeah. Okay, so, and as the, it's the Omnic or Omni? Omnic crisis. The Omnic crisis was happening. Uh, South Korea uh, needed basically a last Starfire situation and picked the top players to actually go to war for them. And that's basically all of D.Va's stuff, is that she's 19 years old, she likes to play video games, and does she actually realize what she's doing or is it like not a thing and it's also that whole idea is hampered by the fact that overwatch doesn't actually the matches of overwatch don't actually exist because yeah. otherwise it would be like well, why, why are why are there two soldiers that doesn't make any sense you know right. or whatever you know so again, we don't we don't have a, a very good, and this is like a critique of the over reliance on certain characters over others for Blizzard right now. We don't have a great idea of what Mercy, uh, not Mercy, Diva's actual actual character is because she's not been in any of the videos. Oh, yeah, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna choose a character based on on writing and depth, you 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 can't really go with Diva. I was simply thinking of her because I know that she's been like a mascot for some people. I mean, uh, there's, like, if, if, if we want to get into this, like, we could talk about the South Korean movement that's yeah. been happening since the women's march. I, th I think that's like 
there's there's a relevance to that. And for and for Tracer, I mean, in some ways, uh, I think that that got a little ugly. But you know, she was she's on the box art and stuff. And uh, I mean, you know, I I wouldn't have put like I think that's that's absolutely fair to bring up because I would not have put Mercy on this list before uh, Tracer. But I'm not saying Mercy. I would not have put Tracer on this list before that. But I absolutely think that makes her more warranted once they they pulled the trigger on that. Yeah. But yeah, as, as far as story goes, you know, I I've never concerned myself with uh, with story in Overwatch. Like even when I played TF2, because that's where I'm coming to Overwatch from is from yeah. Team Fortress 2. It's like I liked the videos; they they provided little, almost no plot. Um, I read some of the wiki, and I kind of you know you, you very very easy, quickly get the feeling like this is after the fact, way after the fact of designing the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, story was not really important in in TF2. Similar to yeah. Street Fighter, but Street Fighter, I do know the lore yeah. for the most part. Well, I mean, it's basically, at some point, it's basically, other than their personality, what else do you have to back them up? Right. So, I mean, playability, I guess, but... Yeah, no, and design, I think I think there's a degree of that. Because Uncle Death you can't play as, right? He's just a guy that, that talks yeah, to you, gives yeah, advice. Yeah, he's just an NPC. Yeah, he's an right, NPC. so you can't, you can't use that if you're, if you're going to open it up to, to NPCs. I, but I think it's fair to put that in. That's worth con- considering with these player characters. I'm going to strike Diva from this list. Put, put put Genji on because if there's an interesting backstory to him, there's that's certainly more I think than uh, I mean, Tracer like, and Junkrat. There's an argument that they're like I, I don't want to put I don't want to encourage the fact that they have they have given certain characters preferential treatment. I mean, I think that's I think that's evident with Genji that they, there's certain characters they've given way more backstory to because they like them more. Same Soldier and Reaper, mm-hmm. those are characters who just have more backstory because Blizzard have given them more, and so they sound more fleshed out then. Um, but also, Diva has some issues that they've never resolved. Yeah, outside if of there wasn't outside. no issues to resolve. I, and it's I just think a... right right now the only lock in terms of Overwatch characters is Tracer to me. What do you hmm. think? I'm okay. Interesting. With that. Yeah. I don't really I, I, know much I, I, about I, I, Tracer, quite honestly. Other than that one, other than the last comic, I really don't know much she's, about that. She's about in her. the videos. Like she, her and Winston. I have not prob- watched all the videos, so, so. Okay, but her and Winston have been in most of the videos. Tell me more uh, about Tracer. Tracer. The thing I like about Tracer, and I think this only like the the extra layer of her sexuality, I think, adds to this. She's one of the few characters in Overwatch at this point who are still, quote-unquote, being heroes. Like, she never stopped after Overwatch got disbanded. She just has tried been helping people on, like, on the low, like, vigilante style. And in a number of the videos, like, her and Winston are the first two that we see, like, doing a lot. But, like, in the Widowmaker video, we see her trying to... She just is watching that Omnic um, monk preaching, like, uh, unity... And she agrees with the views of, like, we need to harmonize with it. Like, as in, we need to, like, coexist with the Omnic. And she tries to stop Widow, and she fails. But she's still, like, angered by that. And even in all her character stuff outside of that, she's very much a character who wants to do right in the world. Like, she she represents, in a lot of ways, the core themes of Overwatch as a, as a thing. Like, as in, we need to be together. We need to, like, help people. Like, that that's a lot of her. Like, there's obviously villainous characters in Overwatch. But I think the overall message is a lot about, like, we need to pass the Omnic Crisis and, like, try and coexist with the Omnic who now exists as people. I think that's a major theme. Uh, she is still a member of Overwatch. Like, she's so this, not... is, this is why she's a mascot. It's not simply due to aesthetic popularity or anything? Yeah. 
yeah, no, she's also like in it. She's like she might be the like Soldier and Anna are probably the ones who are the most in it in terms of the plot, but like Tracer represents a lot of the like positive stuff about Overwatch. So I think a lot a lot of the reason people like this game is because of that. Like it has a positive message. Not a lot of military shooters. That's yeah, not a military shooter. But not a lot of shooters have like positive feel good messages. As like strange as that is to say, yeah. that's true. Uh, and I think Tracer like represents a lot of that. And she's she's a. I, I will say like when they um I've been interested in this game since they announced it, like since they showed it at BlizzCon whatever year they did. And she was one of the first characters who I watched how they showed like at the time how her how her controls work. Going into like what uh, Mark was saying earlier about like with Diva, and you're right, the Tracer's hard to play, but Tracer is also the character who um, sold me on what Blizzard were pitching with this game. She has a very cool mechanic because like yeah. the whole tank thing or like reflecting thing, like some of this stuff is is new to me at least for for FPS. But the fact that her E skill is to rewind time, and not only does that change her position, but gives her back health, I thought was super cool. Like there's, I didn't know that until I tried playing. There's a character her. in Dota called called I think like Wisp or something that has that, but I don't think that's a strike against it. Like putting that kind of mechanic in a shooter, because she has low health. Her text are like a glass cannon. Yeah. yeah, but like adding that little that little bit to it completely recontextualizes how you strategize with a character like that. Like there's other glass cannons in the game. I'm fucking looking at Reaper, but like Tracer's not well, the same. I mean, he's 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 two hundred health, they're, they're, right? Yeah, is she but, is she two hundred health? Is she less? She's one fifty. She's got the lowest health. Yeah, she's she's like the the pixie. Yeah, not totally. even pixie. Like, but having the, the recall and having the dash, like mm-hmm. it 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 does a lot for um for tracer as like a character i think yeah and um, she's certainly more unique because the, the person to compare her to would be scout from tf2 and and scout's oh. abilities are that he's fast he has a double jump he counts for two people when capturing a point mm-hmm. um but he you know he's shotgun based whereas she has this this, this two spray guns which are also very close range you, you got to be close but then having the rewind and the and the dash through really makes her uh, sort of interesting. Sort of sets her apart. Yeah, like so. when I looked at that when they showed it to me, I was like, oh, she's gonna. I I instantly, while she's hard to play, I instantly got it. I got how she works. Pretty much like immediately, like looking at it, like, oh, you do the recall and it rewinds you back to where you were. So you could use that to like zip around and then go back. And it's like, like oh, mentally you're keeping a toggle, like, well, shit. Yeah, for, yeah. Did I wait too long? Is now you know 15 seconds ago or whatever, five seconds and the, ago? And the did three, I have less health? The three dashes are like boop, boop, boop. Like you get them. It's just like yeah. go, go, go. And a lot of this down to like how Blizzard polished these type of things. But when I saw that at the time, I was like, oh, oh, they're doing something interesting with it. This isn't just, this isn't just TF2, right? Like when I saw that she was the first character, I know I, if I probably clicked on a different character, I would have also seen other examples of that. But even like if I'd looked at Winston or if I'd looked at Soldier, or if I'd looked at Farah, they, well, yeah, they're Farrah different. Doesn't feel, I still feel get different. it. Yeah, she's, she's like, oh, she's quaky. But yeah, but yeah, yeah like, quaky, which is one of the reasons why I play her. And and if we talk backstory or something like that, uh, well, not backstory. I, I I know she has like a deep thing with with her mom or whatever. But like as far as character, just hearing her lines and whatnot in the game, like, she's pretty boring to me. I, you know what I mean? Like, I, I look at what line yeah. options I have for her, and I'm just kind of like, man, eh, whatever. She yeah, seems very fair. serious. Yeah, she's, you like know. A, she's like heroic, I want to help this people save the day kind of thing. 
um or like and very military which is like that instantly bores me in a shooter if you're talking yeah military. like like soldier 76 is is very military but he's like the um old like he's time to so get back out there. that it's yeah no again i don't think soldier i love would be great, but the fact they made him dad is like what really or how earnest again he's like reaper they, they're just so earnest mm. and that's like what what really uh, strengthens them but i think tracer that's at least to me why I think yeah, Tracer I think we can give it a, give it to Tracer of the Overwatch characters. I think we could probably move on. Um, yeah, I was kind of also talked like, a lot about Overwatch. I, I can certainly say you know we 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 added you know Laura or Laura from from Street Fighter Five a little bit before uh, before starting the the podcast, and the reason why she's on there is she's new. She's pretty popular. I mean, she's what do you expect from from Street Fighter, which is uh, a hypersexualized uh, character wearing her country's colors. I mean, yeah, she's she's Brazil lady. Like, if I if you told me, imagine what Street Fighter was gonna do with that. Yeah. Well, her yeah, brother's her brother's character is way more because she's also supposed to be half Japanese. Her last name is Matsuda. Really? Yeah. Really? They're supposed okay. to be half Japanese. It shows Sean's character is, is sort of interesting. Oh wait! He, whoa! Hold up! She's related to Sean. Their brother and sister. Did not even realize. Right. Holy that's crap, the thing. That's so, cool. so Sean is interesting. He throws a basketball, but he also is like he does the karate that. Ken and Mew do, but yeah, not yeah. very well. He's a student. He's, I love Sean. In, he's in great. He's a very interesting yeah, character. Yeah, Laura is like sexy Brazilian girl, but she uh, she plays. Just for me, it's very interesting because she she was considered to be like pretty crappy when the game first came out. She had some interesting promise, some interesting mix. People up. liked people liked the idea, but I don't think she clicked. But uh, but it just like time tested. It just didn't happen. And Street Fighter has never done the seasonal thing that all esports games seem to do. But this time around, they are doing it. Unfortunately, it seems like once a year. But in season two, she got better, and then we really, really got her popularity up because uh, somebody won a major tournament with her. Uh, I think it was K-Brad, I think, uh, from uh, formerly Evil Geniuses. Um, I don't know. I don't really know esports that well. But I know that she just won a major. Uh, and every time a character you don't expect wins, like, a major, uh, the forum for them, like, blows up. Like, people are like, oh, wait, I can play. You know, people are, are hype beasts that way, right? They, 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 they're like, oh, I can actually win. And they, they jump to that character because maybe people wanted to play her before, but they were like, well, you can't really win with her. But along with some minor buffs and and seeing her win something, she's gotten a big popularity spike. And and of the new characters in five, I don't know something about her is is uh, is fun. I I and liked Rashid, but I don't think he's worth. He, he, I just liked him in the way I like a funny and character. Oh, Rashid. I don't think, yeah, I don't think anyone in that game is like. Laura is the one if you're going to mention one because I don't think any of the new characters. I I like some of the returning favorites. But, um, of course, like, yeah, and I, yeah. I like I like that they did they did new things with them. I thought that was yeah. that was cool. They got rid of some some abilities and added some new ones. I'm a Zangief player, and even though he's not very good in that game, I, I think he's a super fun to play. I think it's cool what they did with him. Uh, yeah, I think I Fong like what they did with is a cool concept. Yeah, uh, Fong was a cool idea, but he felt, just sucks. He also just doesn't feel like a that's like a, a hard character. Yeah, yeah, he feels like he's from a different game. Maybe and well, that's like, like not poison a, is not really a Street Fighter thing. This is yeah. the only time that, that that Street Fighter has really ever done poison that I can think of. I mean, there's like again had a super that, that ticked a little bit of health away, but he, he um he reminds me of like a and this isn't to cut up uh, old wounds for people. He um yeah. he looks like looks like a Darkstalkers character. 
Oh, interesting. Oh, or yeah, feels, he kind of has like feels the hop, like, hop, or, hop or like, I feel, yeah, feels like one because he's got the poison. Oh, like, uh, like, Shen, like Shenko with the wish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he feels like yeah. he, he feels like someone who <laughs> they were making a Darkstalkers game, and they're like, oh no, that's canned because it's Darkstalkers. They were like, ah, actually. we didn't make a monster. He's just a, a long-faced yeah. guy. That's I just put all those moves in and throw him in here. He like every, everyone's I dug how weird he was at the time when they announced him. I was like, oh, this is weird. I'm into this because it didn't look like a Street Fighter character, but um. When you make characters like that, you kind of live and die by how how much they actually work in the game. Like, if you're going to make someone weird new... I appreciate when, like, Tekken or anything do something, like, weird. Yeah. I, I think that's, like... Same here. I mean, I was a huge great. Street Fighter Three fan, and not just because of the, the hype train that I fell into, but because I looked at those characters, and I had grown up playing Street Fighter Two, and I was like, wait a minute, these aren't just, like, you know, like country representatives these aren't just karate dudes like you've got this like alien looking thing and you've got this uh you know you've got this stretchy guy that isn't just dolls him you know you, you've got uh you know th- these different weirdo characters you got this like Gre- greco-roman looking guy uh yeah. who tells you to die uh you know I-, I was very very much into that and uh I, like, I, yeah. before they kind of went back to like yeah. let's do a super fan service sort of roster selection Part of what I really liked about Five was the fact they kind of were going back to that three mentality a little bit, even with the returning classics. Like they did, I know a lot of people blew up about what they did to Ken, but he's a good I, character. Like his I design like sucks. He, he looks like he's on meth. It's not. I don't know what they're. I doing don't. I there. I think they could have like redesigning Ken was a good call, but what they did was bad. Like I think a more successful version of that is like Guile and Dalsim and characters that they did that too as well. But that look it's still look really like, like Ryu's alternate like Ryu with a beard and the shirt down oh, yeah. really I'm annoyed like very simple standard. I would have loved that to have been standard Ryu yeah. like, you still would have had the other Ryu in there but I would have loved the, the statement that would have been to like actually have changed how he looks and these are not new characters we're, just, we're talking about so yeah. um, he looks slightly older in, in Street Fighter 3 Ryu looks slightly older and I think they did that with 4 and 5 a bit but yeah they could have you know they could have graded him up a bit or something if they if they really wanted to. That's, Although that's, no, this, that's is this is before this is before. I forgot this is technically before Street Fighter Three in, in, in the yeah. timeline. Uh, but yeah, Ken, I don't know with that body speed suit thing. I don't yeah. get that. And then when you think about Street Fighter Three, it's almost like at some point he was like, "Man, this thing is sweaty," and he took it off and just put the gi back on or something. Because uh, in in Street Fighter Three, he's back to just wearing the karate gi and he's another head swap of Ryu. Um, yeah I, that that's fun now now i think about that in like a fun like retrospect way of like is he just gonna lose like he's gonna look at himself one day in the mirror and be like yeah this was a midlife crisis and then go back to looking like ken yeah like, like, down <laughs> stupid banana hair yeah yeah like the, man, the man bun which isn't i mean ken is the kind of guy who would have got a man bun but mm, yeah you're back to current i don't know how much you know uh i said i'm waiting for maintenance to do stuff in my apartment so that's why i've been in and that's out why went on a beat about street fighter there if anyone if hey, anyone's wondering why that is there happens, any that's why that make any conclusions uh tracer's a lock i think tracer's a lock is yeah. any street fighter character a lock we only, uh, we only really, or I only really like Laura as a what new is, character. What is the, I guess you would say the, the blank alike character that was in the I mean, original game? I mean, Bang, what am I right? thinking like, of? If you want me to say, oh no, sorry. Oh, you mean who was the character in this that looked kind of like Blanca? Yeah, because I thought he was pretty uh, cool. Not, not Nicole, 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 yeah. Nicole, Nicole is is okay. I don't, I don't really. really he's, he's, he's kind of the proto. He, he's the bo- He's the boss 
fighting game character. Like that's that's why I read him. It's like, oh, he's the guy who's the villain of this game, and they never come back. No real backstory. They like they're like it's shrouded in mystery, which means like we didn't write one. Like I don't know. It's just it's like it could be something interesting. Is he related to the? The Satsui no Hadu thing. That that I was hoping would happen, but they didn't do anything with. He's that. literally the mascot too. He has a V on his face and body. Yeah, like he has. It's, it's weird that they didn't do anything with him really. So I, I don't N- know. Nash was like rush. the character yeah. to me. I wish he was new because I, I actually yeah, think he's not new. Is Karen yeah. new? Nope. Street Fighter Alpha Three. Okay. Yes, yeah. yeah I, I only I only got the Alpha. Yeah. No, it's like it's unfair. Like I know Nash isn't a new character, but like man, he, they did a lot of good stuff with Nash in this game. For sure. I think they they they, inter- they return. Th- this was al- this was always going to happen, and they 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 reintroduced Nash the right way, which I think is hard to do, because people are always expecting Nash to show up. Um, all right, let's let's get into Doom. Let's 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 have the conversation. So, I, I, first of all, I I I don't know how. I look. I love Doom. I love the Doom Marine. I love the lack of story. I love the little story you get in the Doom games. I I do not see a reality where he's he's on the best character list. It's just not. See, it doesn't make sense. Uh, to me. I he. Is this like the he, highest form he, um, is no form? Like the best character is no character? But he's got he's got a character and like he actually like choked me through that game in parts where I was feeling it start to drag. The only part that, that I'm thinking of where I really, really love him is when you're supposed to there's a segment where you're following this guy through your through your 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 headset and he's telling you you gotta remove these energy canisters and he starts to give you these complicated steps. He's like, first remove and the 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 Doomerine kind of like touches the controls on the hell energy, like he's going to figure it out. And then just just through acting, like really smart, like body acting, they set up. He's like kind of playing with it. And then he's just kind of like, oh, hell. And he just like stomps the shit out of it. See, there's and a number of times he does stuff like that. But yeah, go ahead. He does that. He does that four times with those energy canisters. And he, he, every time the NPC in your ear is like, no, no, don't. You don't have to do that. And then he's like, you, you really shouldn't do that. And then it evolves to like, you are ruining the future, but the Doomerine just keeps being like, whatever. Hell, hell is bad. So he's got to stop hell. It's it's a it's a good. Like but I don't he know. Does solve um, the energy crisis? You know, I mean, I, I I am all for that. I I do love. Oh, okay, this is the best story, but I do kind of love that Doom is about fracking hell. <laughs> like that is yeah. kind of. A I like how they talk about concept. it. Openly. Yeah. Oh, it's just normal. Oh, it's like, the corporate stuff. Opening hell so since nineteen. You're like, what? You don't yeah. don't call like, it. Like, oh, and if if a once once a uh, goat demon comes out of the hell portal, it will need to sacrifice one of our employees to satiate its bloodlust before it returns. This is normal, and if you are selected, be glad that you're helping part of the process. Like, it's so the the writing in Doom is like secret, great. Yeah, it's very it's low different from Doom Three. I, I, I prefer. Fantastic. I prefer Doom Doom Three more. I like that 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 side of the story more. But it is funny how in, in yeah. 2016 it's kind of just like it's a little jokey. It's a little silly. The, the, like you mentioned the pulling out the things, but like the bit that really sold me on this game, like probably a lot of people, was the opening. Yeah, the opening's great. Pretty strong, and it's in in particular it's the um well the 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 mystery they set up with why was I in like a stone sarcophagus and why is the Doom armor like worship like an altar like that's a good mystery but the it's the moment when you're going up the elevator and the guy i think it's samuel hayden i think's the, the guy i think so o- yeah o- optimus prime yeah yeah guy, yeah goes like oh we had to do um this woman is out of control she's trying to harness the age the ar- urgent energy for evil but if we work together i know we can stop her and then 
Doomerine just smashes the calm to stop listening oh, to him. Yeah. And then it cuts to the Doom logo. And it's like, that was the perfect setup of who Doom character is. He's like, I don't care about any of this. You don't care about any of this. Let's just do it. Like, he's he's practically a Saints Row lead, like, in, in a way. Like, he's very... I, I think he there, there's an argument to be made that he's not a new character, so that he should he should be on this list. And he is yeah. he is leveraging the fact that he's the Doom Marine. I don't think I'd have liked this character as much if he wasn't the Doom Marine. Like, he'd I just mean, been yeah, a the, new the Doom, Marine. The Doom introduced. Marine in 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 the original games is a guy whose backstory was that he was ordered to fire, I think, on civilians or something like that. He disobeyed his his commanding officer and put him in the hospital. So they shipped him out to the Mars mission. Uh, and then it turns out that Mars and Hell are sort of connected. And the only other character you get from the rest of that is just his face, which serves as a health indicator, even though you already have a numeric health indicator on the HUD, that just kind of looks left and right, raises eyebrows, and gets bloodier as you take I, yeah. damage. And that's it. And and He's he a might, be a Blaskovitz, might be a Blaskovitz descendant. I feel like it's been hinted, meaning a descendant of the Wolfenstein series, because it's by the yeah. same yeah. IP holders exactly. and such. But besides that, there's really not much character to it. And I do kind of get the vibe that uh, I might have maintenance here. Hang on, um, I do kind of get the vibe that it is supposed to be the same person. Like he was preserved in the sarcophagus, and people yeah, know no, about. It's, it's definitely like okay. How um, how much did you hear the the hell stuff, the hell lore, when you went to hell with the Doom Marine? You mean in twenty sixteen? Yeah, in the twenty sixteen. Uh, I don't know. I think I read most of it. So it's you know, about, I played it immediately because that, that basically um, it's a lot of the reason I, I think he's one of the best characters this year. They pretty much go into the fact that like Doom, at least Doom One, I think Doom Two are canon, and the Doom Marine fought them on Mars, then fought them on Earth, and then was sent to hell. Ah. Well, and, that does that does happen, yeah. Doom Two, he yeah, does, that happens in Doom Two. Yeah. yeah, he goes to hell, but he's trapped in hell. And three and is supposed to be a reboot, so it's like they're, they're not kind of a continuation. Three, yeah. In Doom twenty sixteen, there's like these ancient like lore, like like scribes describing the events of what happened on Hell, where the Doom Marine got sent to Hell, and it's like, oh, he was doomed to being in Hell, or doomed to doing to do that. And the Marine <laughs> basically <laughs> just decided, well, fuck it, I'm going to kill every demon, and just started killing all the demons. And eventually, some other agent, which might come up if they make a sequel to this, I hope it doesn't, to be honest, but uh, some agents within Hell granted him, like, inscribed his armor with extra strength and gave him guns that were more powerful than they should have been to, like, like to, to do that. Like to, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's, it's all in there. And he... He basically becomes the scourge of hell. Like he's punishing the demons. The demons are trying to run in the game. Even you see this. The demons are fighting you. They're also kind of terrified of you. You're just <laughs> I, this agent that they of say, pure force. They're like, they're like, yeah, plot doesn't matter in Doom. Blah blah blah. But they did write all these codexes. They know? did. So like, like, like someone codices. on there like appreciated that, and I, and yeah. I appreciate what they did because it actually it did. It garnered a lot of. It's like the complete. I love Wolfenstein: The New Order. I thought that game was great. Yeah, yeah, it's great. But this is, but this is almost the entire other direction to take a reboot of one of those old games, and I like that they went the entire other direction. They didn't try to modernize it and like make the characters sympathetic in a way that like 
would garner an audience. They just decided to like double down on the elements that worked and also just wrote fairly witty versions of that. It, it, this is like you could the thing about this is you could have wrote a terrible version of what Doom 2016 is about. And very easy to write a bland, uninspired version of oh hell has attacked we tried to tap hell energy and they attacked us and now the marine who was trapped in hell returns to save us. Like you could have wrote a very unfunny version of that. But they didn't. And I think like he's not a new character, but like that there is a, uh, there's an argument to be made that he's a new character because he's so different from the Doom <laughs> I feel like you want to make that that argument, but you know you can't really do it. Yeah. You know just, it's not really right to say that. The, re- the it, reason it seems I, like, like it, yeah. Because yeah. he's so it, it's no one pretty much who worked on Doom like the old. It, it's Doom also that on. if we consider Diva to not have a deep enough backstory, then like it's fair. I, for Doom, he doesn't really have one unless I guess you read the code the codices yeah. that I think that's the plural that that explain like Doom one and two a little bit. So I in some ways, I'm going to go along ba- with you, but I don't think a backstory matters if the character in game displays enough character. And well, I mean, Doom he's like does. five five percent of the time he has character. You know, the rest I of guess, it, it's, but like it's just it's there is why I'm like thinking. Yes, but like the if you take in his, his I know you said backstory, but. We did just spend a lot of time talking about it. So yeah, fair, fair, if fair. you consider his character th- to be his backstory, which is really cool, then you're also taking in the fact that he was a character already because yeah, of his backstory is referencing fair. other games. And 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 as as I already admitted, like if he if this was a no, if this had just have been a marine and had this game had nothing to do with Doom, I don't think I'd have liked as much. They are leveraging right. Doom. Like that's that's fair. Yeah. I'll, I'll get him off the list. I just wanted to talk about it because I think like he's not. Best <laughs> I just new love that character. moment where he stomps on the, the energy yeah, instead he, of like going through the complicated not, process. Yeah, he's not one of the best new characters. He is one of the best characters. I think he might have a lot there, but what's there is really strong. And then, and then for me, like I don't even know what else. I I, I saw somebody play a little bit of of Oxen Free. It seemed very much like a very plot-heavy game. It seemed yeah, like a very dark plot. Yeah. Um, Titanfall 2, I, I didn't play. I like Titanfall 1 a lot, but I just never got fully into it. I'm a huge fan of Titanfall 2, to the point where this might come up later. I think Titanfall 2's campaign, even a single-player campaign in a vacuum, I think I like it more than I like Dooms. I wow. like Dooms a lot. Um, I think Titanfall 2 just it has a couple minor hiccups and isn't long enough and it doesn't have a strong character's BT is a strong character. I think the rest of the characters are that strong to where I think it rivals in terms of pacing its style the kind of campaigns of yore that we don't get anymore like Half-Life 2, to be honest. Like, it's it's a proper road trip. Yeah, I mean, I... Uh, well, what was I going to say? Yeah, I, I, I don't know, Like, because I, I know that they needed to do a good campaign because people were very upset that there was none in, in Titanfall 1. Um... So I don't know who they hired or who, or who wrote it. Um, but uh, as far as characters, like, yeah, just because I played Titanfall 1, you know, I can't imagine what a character for Titanfall would look like. I have no idea uh, what that story BT, so uh, this is something I don't remember from Titanfall 1. Uh, BT, so they, they were AIs in the Titans in Titanfall 1, I think. They used to say things. I think they, they kind of ran with that a bit harder with this one to the point where... Um, BT is BT is essentially just a person who happens to be a mech in game, okay. and it's kind of your part, your buddy. It's like it, Titanfall 2's campaign is essentially a buddy cop movie, 
which okay. is kind of cool. Yeah, it, it, there's a lot to like about this. Um, where you are being trained, you're not a pilot. Like, you know how there's like that devi de deviation of like there's pilots and then there's just the guys who shoot in Titanfall? You're not one of those. Yeah, those missions. little stupid like, things. You're, yeah, yeah you're, you're just an infantry man to start with. But a pilot has taken a shine to you and thinks, oh, maybe you'll be something someday. And they do a really good cock tease with this of like you go through a tutorial where they explain how the basic controls work. And it's like, OK, now you're going to get be taught how the Titan controls work. And like they try to virtualize a Titan in like this VR tutorial you're doing. And then that gets cut away because the battle is actually starting. And then you see like it's it's like a real like like a lot like the kind of stuff if anyone do a lot is the real like Normandy landing style of this is just on the beach and there's fire everywhere and where we did we landed bad and all the tines are blowing up and they they've got our number and you manage to be like hidden in like a, in rubble so that people don't find you by that pilot who then is killed and they leave the Titan there with the pilot dead and when you wake up. You find the pilot, and he he gives you, despite having never met the rank of pilot, this is illegal by military practice, the pilot gives the rights, or gives the access codes to the Titan to you with the explicit, like, before he dies, with the explicit purpose of you and BT getting towards the, like, the military base you need to get to to tell them what's happening. And you're the only two characters for most, for, like, a large part of that game. You're the only two characters who really interact with each other very directly and um it's it's really interesting because the, you you're pretty bland you're pretty like basic basic man basic soldier man and um bt adds, adds like fills in a lot of BT's, gaps bt's a lot of it he's a lot of, he does a lot of the heavy lifting and i like guess this, they, they want you to be sometimes they like the main character like doom to be very quiet yeah, or very, vanilla, so you can fill yeah, the shoes he, he, there's a back and forth. They actually develop a rapport, but like, he's also not like. It'd be very easy to, um, make a like it, it, you you know how to make likable, robot characters and stuff. Like like I'm not, you know what I'm saying. It, it, there, there's a there's a formula to to what to what people like. like uh, in robot. Q Rogue One, right? In uh, yeah, Star exactly. Wars Rogue One. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and if it worked for me too, I was like, oh, I like yeah. this guy. He's a great. These are there's there's ways to do it, and they kind of go that direction. But like, there's some really good lines that that character specific specifically have. I'm such a I'm such a piece of crap because like I, I would be totally into it if um just if it were on Steam. I feel like if it were just yeah, on Steam, no, okay. I probably already have it. I can get it at a discount. That's I think. Great, Let me see actually how much great game. I'm curious. They 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 go into like the yeah. What well, here's the specific line? It's like, it's like okay, exact ex example of why he's a great character. And he has the real Optimus Prime style voice. Uh, so in that game, in a way that almost teaches you the multiplayer, you pick up guns from Titans you blow up, and that's like that unique gun is now one of the classes of Titan you can play in the multiplayer, but you switch, you could switch between them on the fly in the single player. So that BT is essentially all of the classes. Um, so the first time you do that, you pick up a gun, and and BT is like, oh, um, this gun's uh, missile ca like missile lock capabilities are far away. My my previous gun will have like huge advantages in battle with this, and you can reply with, "Oh, sounds like somebody's in love." Like as an oh, BT really likes the weapon, and then he goes, "A human's concept of love requires admiration, attraction, devotion, and respect." In conclusion, I am uh, ninety percent in love with this gun, which is like that's a good line. Like it's it's there's little things like that with him that I. 
really like and he's the 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 problem he does go through some of the predictable arcs of the big friendly lumbering giant iron giant style like character who's with you where like you know it's probably not going to work out for him and like maybe some bad stuff happens along the way but he's he's likable enough and i think he represents a lot of what was surprising about that game to me that um I don't it's know. 30, it's, it's thirty-five bucks, as far as I can tell. Yeah, I know so. it's a bummer that he did not do well, uh, but it's it's he's he's likable enough to me that I think he's at least tentatively likable. What, what, what did you put on this list? Just just read through. What did you put on as candidates? Um, I added a lot to the bottom. Um, I put Marcus from Watch Dogs too. Um, oh. Otis from Owlboy. What is um, Owlboy? I have no idea. Owlboy is probably one of the ones I'll fight the hardest for. Owlboy is a you can see it on Steam if you look up. It is a like essentially just what you hear a lot of games are like. It's a sprite-based Metroidvania Zelda-style like solving puzzles on a larger map game where you're playing as a little owl boy who's got like a little humanoid owl with wings that can fly around and has like little characters you carry around with you. And it's kind of like a, a, a stick shooter aspect of that when you're picking them up. And it's gorgeous looking and it took ages to come out. But Otis... In particular, in that game, he's the protagonist. Otis, to be clear, uh, okay. he's a character who, who I, they do a lot with, in in a way that's like addressing some of the things about characters. Like so he he in the in the style of like Link or characters like that. He's a, he doesn't speak, but they um they actually reference that within the game. Uh, he's a mute with, within game. He other characters can speak, but he's actively in, in, unable to speak. And that manifests in so the owls, which is what he is, he's one of he's becoming trying to become an owl. They're like the um in a lot of ways like the Jedi of that setting, in that they're like a larger than life, like incredibly skilled group who like organize and help people. So he's a character who is like orphaned and a mute. So the local owl decides I'll take him over, I'll take him on as my like my apprentice. And the very, very beginning of the game teaching you with controls is him his early attempts at teaching you how to be an owl and he's asking you to do things that the mechanics of the game actually don't allow you to do which shows that otis is a character who has like difficulty in achieving things like you eventually when you when you start the game you can't fly everywhere but like at one point it's like oh fly up here and otis isn't like he gets tired and falls down before he can get up there and it's like oh otis carry this jug of water to the village and when you pick it up, the ca- the thing comes up. Oh, yeah, push um, like push uh, like F to throw because it's teaching you how to throw things. And you're supposed to be carrying that jug to the village, but you have no drop button, so you just throw it and break the jug, and the water spills everywhere. And your mentor gets very mad at you. Um, he tries not to to begin with, but as you keep failing, as this montage of your failures keep happening, he gets madder and madder because he's giving you simpler and simpler tasks. And eventually, he's just is done with you. Well, you're still he's, he's, he's still your mentor. From your yeah, he's resigned. Of like, he's not. He's not like he, he. He's kind of psychologically cruel to you, but I don't think in a way that's like intended to him to be the villain. But he's like, he's just, like, you're just not gonna, Just, just, just try to help the village, Otis. I don't know what you can do. You're not going to ever be the owl. I want you to be. And that develops into like an act of anxiety for Otis throughout the game, where he's trying to do. He's trying to save his village initially and then like save the world further on. 
and because he can't talk and be, and and like because his mentor has such a low faith in him he thinks that like Otis could never do these things and like you just should just not do it Otis and he he now thinks he's failed the village because in, in some ways, the star of that game, Otis, accidentally causes the stuff that's about to happen, even though it's not really his fault. Everyone in the village thinks it is. So your mentor becomes more and more resigned of, like, Otis is, like, he's, he's, a, he's, not, he's, not, he's a failure. As you go through the game, you gain a party of characters who believe in you and encourage you. They're actually very likable characters. I really like the cast in that game. And um, you, um, you eventually do start doing, like, proper things. Like, in any game, you start helping save the world at one point you critically fail in a way that like leads to kind of in retrospect kind of a pretty topical conversation a um, destruction of a major like fantasy type flying city that leads to refugees having to move to your village that you, you return to and see how it's changed because of the refugees being introduced and it's like a harsh reminder that you can't always succeed and um, your mentor is just so resigned to like we all just need to leave, and this village is eventually going to go to. We need to go, and Otis can't tell him anything because you're still this mute character who's unable to say anything to him. And eventually, you decide to go with your friends to do one last taste effort to help. And when you come back, it, you are you you've led to a good plan. That you might be able to stop something. I, again, I'm, I'm trying not to get too specifics because there's no point getting specifics. But this is because I'm more talking about the arc between you and your mentor because I think that's a big indication of why I really like Otis where you still cannot communicate with him, but he's become kind of like almost numbed to his failure. He, he was very, he, he took a very egotistical approach to his failure to begin with. He got very mad at himself for not teaching you better. Well, it's like at some point I tried it, like I've, I've only played like the first 15 minutes mm. and it, there's just a montage of just his, and then yeah, at some yeah. point it's just black text as I've tried and I've tried and I've tried again. <laughs> There's really no hope for you. Was basically yeah. no, yeah, totally. That's what they go with, and but by by this point, he's this just sounds more like, depressing. Oh, it is no, but no, this, super but here, depressing. He, no, there is a depressing. But this is where I like I'm turning to. At this point, he's kind of more numb to it. He's like Otis. I I do know that you've tried so hard, but like you you need to get out of here. Like this isn't safe because you also learn there's other owls who have who have like um, uh, apprentices as well and the apprentices are actually bullies in like real like jrpg style of like they're bullying otis and you get to you learn that he the, your mentor who you think is this fantastic owl he's like he seems like the archetype of an owl he's very obi-wan style owl is it's pretty looked down upon within the owl community already as in like oh he's just this village bumpkin owl who doesn't do any real big important business but um, so I, you then you kind of get this impression that he takes a very personal defeat in not making you a better owl. But at this point, he's like he doesn't care about any of that stuff. He's just asking you to leave because this is getting too dangerous. And you get an interact. You, he tells you like oh he's looking out into like the distance, like get away from here, Otis. I don't want to talk to you. And you can just keep moving forward towards him, and it stops you, like walking, and it stops you, and he keeps saying things. And if you keep telling you to leave, and if you keep going and keep going, you eventually get right up beside him. And then in the, in the thing I've not seen since Undertale, the two sprites hug for like a good 30 seconds. Huh. And then you get to like let go and leave and you get to go onto the last part of the game. Having like, they, they do a really good job with that relationship in a way that like not a lot of games would do and it adds a lot to Otis. So why and would this, you pick over Otis over him? Is it because because there's, there's a next part, there's a next part to this. <laughs> 
Okay. Um, so when you so as throughout the game you like get your your crew and your part, part of the reason you 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 Otis is a character at all in this game like as in why he's the protagonist is because in the setting of the game you're like essentially on like a bunch of sky floating sky islands and the characters have to keep getting further and further up to get to new things and so you have, you're lifting the other party members up and that's why like Otis is so critical to the mission but uh eventually you fly all the way up and up and up and up into the like stratosphere and the air becomes too thin for you to fly and the thing that made you because no one can fly but owls in the game so the thing that made Otis so critical to the mission is gone and Otis is just this normal kind of slow character compared to everyone else and in game, they show like the other party members because because at this point you're like trying to stop the apocalypse. The other character's like, oh, "We have to go," and they just rush off the, the screen, and you're constantly trying to follow back to them. And they're not being mean because they're your best friends at this point, but they they just like we have to go, Otis. Like I'm sorry, and eventually they abandon you, and you have to get there yourself. And it's difficult. And like where it'd been so easy to do it before, was you could have fly like cliffs are falling, like 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 ledges are falling, so it's like making it extra hard for you to climb up you eventually do succeed to get up there. And um, you get to a point where you have to be flying and falling, and like it, it, in character, it's showing like Otis getting beaten down, beaten down, beaten down, and then through some MacGuffin-y stuff of like the owl technology in the game, they gain you the ability to fly again for the final boss. And it's showing that last part of like Otis, it had nothing to do with Otis's ability in game, it had nothing to do with like his inability to mute or like his shyness. It showed a personal strength with Otis over the course of that game that they really nailed. And only it's strengthened by... Uh, the reason I picked Otis over the other party members, who I think are very strong, or your mentor, is how strong they are as characters furthered a very personal arc for the protagonist of that game. Hmm. Who is a character with a serious disability that they address contextually in the game. He's a mute in a way that actually factors into his character and the plot it's not just thrown away that he's a mute it, it actually like seriously affects how characters treat him and how the plot it's, it's not just a device or a way to explain away the, no, the silent protagonist they, they, they commit to it in like a way i've never seen a game commit to muteness because commi games are committed to being a mute no game is committed to being a social pariah because you're a mute well yeah like the beginning of the game is basically when you meet your first party member it is because you've gotten picked on because your lame brain can't speak basically is what two yeah. owl people or i think it's owl. yeah oh but they are they're owl bullies yeah they're the uh, bullies i mean yeah, yeah. so it's basically that where it's just so you're too dumb to know how to speak so that's why you're such a bad owl like how could you ever expect it to have been a good owl you're too dumb to know how to speak mm. and you're the first party member is like hey leave Malone, yeah, and like he's just he's the he's the one friend you have. I mean, you have other friends in the village, but he's the one guy who doesn't look down on you yeah. in any way. The it's it's strong, and I, I I really think Otis should be on this list. He's maybe the character I'm going to fight for the hardest I, on this I list. Think, I think. Do you think I could, I'd definitely put him as a lock somewhere, right? Yeah, I think I think he's a lock. What do you I, think? I, I mean, sure. I, I was saying before, I kind of defer to you guys a little bit, on, just because on this list I know so little. We've actually already covered what what I do know. Mm -hmm. um, so on some of this, it's kind of like, yeah, like I remember seeing a playthrough of Oxenfree, but I don't think I was paying attention to the plot. This is a problem with 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 
this category and me is that I yeah, often sure. don't care about plot. Not not never. Nope, not never. No, certainly fair. not never. But a lot of the time, I'm kind of like, well, I mean, yeah, whatever. Like Overwatch barely has any plot, so it's like, yeah. and Doom yeah, has and a I totally very understand. specific plot that works for Doom. And I yeah, totally so. understand reading into it or not. It's like if you want me to explain, if you want me to explain like the world of Deus Ex, one of my favorite games, I can mm-hmm. definitely do that to you. If I'm going to explain like the the plot of it, that's a little bit yeah, hard. Diff- different it's story. Yeah. It's like so. In some way, I, I, I love this, I love Dishonored, but I don't love Dishonored's plot. I love it. I, 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 I don't. Love I know there's an assassination. Yeah, yeah. I know thing i do, i really don't know i guess but so yeah. i was i was missing are we cross are we is bt on this list yes or no is neither a lock nor been cut off yet i think okay i've I th- let's I'm, talk about oxygen i think i, I think, think i'm confident i like him i like his relation his fun casual relationship with roadhog but i don't think jeff Rath's making this list no yeah sorry if it's five yeah he's not gonna get on this list and is that other than Genji? Is that the only other Overwatch character that's still making it? Other yeah, I think characters? I think I I think I'm looking at this list. I think it would be it'd be egregious to put Genji with some of these other characters here to put Genji okay. on this list. Okay, and then Laura is not a is a cross off. I, I think yeah, Laura's yeah, a cross-off. You cross-off. Uh, yeah. Looking at this now, like yeah, it's just it was just worth having the conversation about where street, the state of Street Fighter in 20, 2016. In terms of new characters and how it's different from three and how they introduce um, new characters, I can go through some of the ones that really I've only been the one to play. If you want, real okay. fast. Yeah. All right. Um, Doug is not going to make this list. I, if I had maybe finished Overcooked, I what, might... what is Doug? I, I actually didn't realize there's a player character. Okay. There, he's is not a player character. Uh, at the beginning of the game. You are dealt with the... It's it's kind of like a giant monster made of, like, spaghetti and other things. And it's basically an apocalypse. And your goal is, at the very beginning of the game, is to feed the beast. The, like, basically the, the end-all monster. And Doug is just a dog that... The character that gives you uh, exposition in, like, a Banjo-Kazooie voice, like... Is the Onion King, who is just this Onion King who... Uh, talks to you. Doug doesn't really do anything. But it's weird that there's a dog named Doug that just kind of sleeps every time you talk to the Onion King. If I finish the game, maybe Doug comes into his own and is Doug like... reveals. But, uh, you know, um, the plot of Overcooked, I, you know, I might actually... The Onion King is... might actually make this over... I'm not going to put Onion King... Uh, mainly because the Onion King just so eloquently explains an insane plot that involves, well, you can't beat the the beast, so we have to go time travel to the year 1986. So we have time to learn how to be the best cooks, is the plot of that game. And every set of levels is, oh, well, the year is 1998 now. And the year, oh, we're finally here. It's the year 2016. We had the final set of levels before you face the the beast. Uh, I don't think the Onion King is going to make it, but I'd probably put the Onion King over Doug. But it's just the game doesn't. The game is light on story because it's mainly just a cooperative fun game. But yeah, I didn't realize there's like when I saw Overcooked on this list, I was like, oh okay, because I, I didn't what expect any. The story it does have it's it's fascinating because you almost didn't expect any. 
and there's I didn't. It, <laughs> I actively didn't. It, and the levels don't really connect in any way other than oh you're training. Uh so that would be my like I never I wouldn't say this game has much story, but what little story it does is interesting. I'm gonna take on. I'm gonna put Onion King and Doug Spot, and then cross out Onion King. Um, I can also. It might be better if I do Emmanuel and then Lincoln Clay, because I have more to say about Lincoln Clay than I do Emmanuel. Uh, the only reason why I put Emmanuel is Mafia sometimes. Uh, Manuel Lazar from Mafia Three. Mafia sometimes has this issue, Mafia 3 does, where it's it's a video game, but it's also trying to be a, as realistic as possible, and because sometimes that game is just a game-ass video game, and it doesn't always work. Uh, the reason why I put Emmanuel on this is at the beginning of the game, you're still part of um, The Hollow, which is a group, uh, uh, basically a small Mafia group. Uh, that gets collections and then reports to a bigger one uh, by the man who basically took you in as an orphan and you come back from the Vietnam War and you were really short on money because the Haitians have been messing up our collection. So the first mission you take is basically destroying a large, like a, when the, the Haitian, in the prologue, a Haitian holdout. And Things turn south. They want to control the they uh, the person Marcano, the person you're sorry for spoilers. This is the beginning of the game, but uh, uh, the Marcano bit kills all uh, Sammy, the person who was basically your father, your father, your best friend, uh, Lewis, and uh, his his son, who you also fight, whereas your friend shoots you in the head. Uh, does not quite kill you, and so there's like a long, I'd say about three month, like, you know, uh, montage about him while, uh, and this this game is very sixty. Sometimes it picks a, it's a little on the nose because painted black plays during the montage, uh, but after a while you uh work back with the haitians because you realize they're better than any they were always working against marcano and your goal is to destroy marcano's empire from the inside out to basically destroy them uh and that works out pretty good because you're uh one of the leaders who you fought you killed was actually just a puppet by a lady who was tricking you so it's like well there was no problem that i hated that guy anyway uh, but then you is like okay, we need to get some. There's marijuana issues, and you have to like do some kind of fetch quest. Uh, but you, then you meet Emmanuel, who's a man who basically never wanted to come to America, and, huh. and only did it because basically his wife. He was a priest, and his wife was murdered in front of him, and he it, really he's, didn't he's, have. He's Haitian. He is Haitian. Okay. And. That's a unique ethnicity for for a character. I'll say that at least you don't really see a lot of that in games. Yeah, I mean, there's a given the setting. Yeah, it, lot, it makes more sense, but it is interesting. It is, you know, when they back away from any voodoo stuff, they actually have a pretty good look at hate. In my opinion, you know, I don't Haitian culture. Yeah, uh, when they get away from all the voodoo, all that stuff, it's pretty good. But when you first meet him, you're constantly on. 
Lincoln Clay and him are constant, like, through a conversation of, okay, this is what we're going to do to work together. Lincoln is clearly knowing this guy doesn't like him at all. This guy, and Lincoln just says, are we going to have a problem? And Emmanuel's like, no, but don't think I ever will forget that you killed, like, 30 people back at that holdout. Like, like, and before everything else was just like, oh, it's not a big deal. And there's this character that is only working with you so he can get ends meet, but he will never actually like you. Uh, and it's constantly standoffish. And also... Is there a, ten- is there a tension that Emmanuel might turn on you? Yeah, uh, and he might turn, though, or bad on you. I have not finished the game, so I can't really say. Okay. Uh, I've only gotten so far. But uh, he is... And also, he... Um, basically, he also overshadows Lincoln's uh, thoughts of revenge by basically being like, yeah, my life was... I was a priest. Uh, I watched my entire family be killed in front of me. So the fact that you lost your your uh, semi-father and your semi-brother and are now trying to get retribution for that isn't that big of a deal because I didn't have anywhere to live after all that. And it's it's just a really interesting character that kind of helps to ground Mafia 3, a game where you just can put wiretaps everywhere in the 1960s. A game that's sort of, like, a game that is sort of also a, like, on its face seems like very, like, black. It's, it's dance black a bit. It, it dances with it, but it, 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 it works around it. I mean, it definitely, I mean, like, the first group you fight that I finished that entire uh, main one is the Dixie Mafia, which are not actually they're not directly there's an actual racist group of kkk members that you fight uh, of actual white supremacists that you fight later on but they are you know pretty white trash is their group and stuff like that there is definitely a well we got to get these guys and so like okay so you made you made a decent point as to why emmanuel is like compelling yeah but like He's contrast that with enough that I would, yeah, contrast that with the other character on this list from Mafia Three, uh, I, Lincoln. I would put I, I'm going to put Lincoln here. Um, Lincoln, and I don't want to. I almost don't want to use this. Lincoln is what use this because I feel like it undershadows what the character actually is. But Lincoln is what I've always wanted uh, Franklin to be in GTA Five. He's the character okay. that actually ha- actually will say, "Well, that's." He's a character of, he's a character that wants like when he's talking to I forget the priest's name. He's like, well, if you just kill Sal, it'll be over. I understand that you don't have to go systematically destroy everything. And he clearly and Lincoln's like, no, I need to make him pay more than he ever could. Make him fully realize, give him the, the error of his actions. But later on, um, the late the main forget her name main girl of the haitians has someone in the dixie mafia you get the information from them uh but it is clear that she was like well why did you and lincoln brings out a knife and it looks like he's about to kill him and he lets him go and she says why did you let him go he's just gonna tell everyone then you go to like basically the first 
consistent area. And he's like, well, he doesn't, it doesn't matter. He was scared out of his wits. He pissed himself in front of us. What's the point in just systematically killing? And Lincoln's a really, when you have a cutscene, Lincoln is one of the is a really good character. I think he's like, he's really interesting because he's not all, he's, He's jovial. Um, what what I know about because because I, I think we worry about might get maybe too specific to scenes. Like what I know about Lincoln, and what I've seen because I've heard a lot of people talk about this game. I I was at one point interested in playing it, but I think at this point it's there's too many other things that I need to get to. I think I think Mafia will end up being a game I don't get to. The thing about if Lincoln is cheap. I might recommend it. Fair. The thing about Lincoln that I've. Uh, that I found interesting to him is that he, like the, the biopic aspect of that game, that he is a, you're seeing a man who initially starts with a simple enough revenge mm-hmm. become the biggest crime lord in essentially New Orleans within also, the settings premise. Also, I and like, I, I want to know what the rise of that would even be like, cause like he's a character who starts off with like very specific, yeah. like passion for wanting to fuck over the mafia because of what happened to him. Very basic black exploitation story. Like they they screw with him, you get revenge. Real like black exploitation stuff. But you know he's he's gonna get to a point where he is like crime lord. Well, and yeah, what like what the ascent of that is what I'm curious with him. Like what what is how does that work? Um, well, maybe you're not far enough. In, in, uh, I can say one thing basically. So Lincoln was special ops in Vietnam, and when he is shot, uh. He contact he, he basically the priest uh, Father James. I'm actually looking at the Wikipedia now just to save myself time. Uh, con- is told contact John Donovan, which was his CIA handler, and okay. John is no longer actually part of the CIA. He basically took a bunch of shit and left, uh, and he agrees to basically tell him, yeah, we'll 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 destroy New Bordeaux's uh, system of trafficking and make it better basically uh which sometimes it makes sense sometimes it doesn't because you're still you're you're cleaning up any like sex working like you're making that and you're still selling but you're also still doing things that are questionable you're not you are stopping any like there's a clear thing of people wanting to sell hard drugs like cocaine and amphetamines and there's a stop on that but it's never like a hundred percent this is not okay that's not okay okay. that feels more like the game moralizing than maybe the character is some there is some where it is like they were selling this and they should never sell this but it's not always lincoln i don't from what i remember doesn't have like that strong strong of opinion on either way uh but yeah it's I would put I, I Lincoln is probably one of the few I would actually I would fight for if only I okay. played more I would. Um, You're more confident in making that decision. More confident, um, because that game's too long. Okay. <laughs> That's uh, Mafia Free. Uh, maybe if Ali wasn't was here, I could get more confidence in putting down. That game's not going to make the game of the year list. Sadly, I don't think. Okay. But I think Lincoln deserves. I was a, I was actively disappointed when that voice actor did not win at the uh, game awards. So, so you think the performance as well was a big the factor? The performance, with him? the the like, you know, even if it doesn't make sense because the Clash came out way later, uh, of of 
Lincoln when they have finished the first heist of I we fought the law and the law law fucking law stuff like that where he's just like this good lines of, stuff like that just and always improvising and kind of like that you know uh, mm. it's just it's, it's it's a character that doesn't seem like much and then you realize oh this guy's still fun he's a real even though he did terrible things and Vietnam, and it's it's hard to do gta big open world game protagonists in a way that's not bad it's actually that's yeah. actually really hard to do yeah so i, I would I say he's a decent character even though mafia 3 is clearly a first developers a developers open world first go at anything because this is their hangar Fifteen's first actual game uh, and it's clear by some some stuff in it i would say the story is really good and i think lincoln i want on this list i don't know if he's the winner but i i'm i'm holding you want him on the list that's fair no that that's totally fair okay so i and i think you put emmanuel i don't think we yeah. get two mafia three characters yeah that's fair he sounded interesting i think emmanuel works similar to why i did, I, I mentioned otis but not any other character i feel like emmanuel works really well in a contrast to lincoln from what you've yeah. described yeah. so i think like yeah makes sense to have one or the other so how many locks is that as three that's three. Um, we have two remaining slots. Yeah. Uh, sh- where should we go from this? I'm going to say right now someone I'm going to maybe select to cut. Um, when Lincoln's on this list, I don't think Marcus will get on this list. There's so many. I don't like putting... If, if Ali was here, probably would have had more of a conversation about Marcus. I really like Marcus from Watch mm-hmm. Dogs 2, the protagonist. I think he's the best protagonist Ubisoft have done since maybe Ezio. And I don't take that like like I really liked him as a character. I think he was super likable. I think he's very like he he adds a lot to that game. And um, just because the other character is strong too, I think it's 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 easy to forget how good he is. But the performance by the actor, and like his relationship in terms of being from San Francisco and actually like ingrained in the situation that's going there in a way that feels way realer than Aiden Pierce in Chicago in. Uh, in Watch Dogs One, like he, he feels like he's actually in it, and and the 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 OS, the city OS stuff that's the main plot of both those games actually feel like it's really affected him in a direct way. Um, I think I think that makes him super compelling. He's not he's not moody. He's got a very like good personality, and I think a lot of what I ended up not liking about him later on was in no way that fault of that character. It's I think fault of the story. The story goes places that force that character to be a character I don't want him to be, mm. but he's a really strong character. Um, so are, I, I, maybe I, I don't know if I cut him yet, but I I don't mm, I they were running out of slots and I don't well, know. So I, I want to make clear we have because I never actually officially we have two more or we have three more slots. Two and more. One of them's a winner. Okay, so one we have winner, four more. four candidates and an actual winner. Oh, yes. so you guys are doing top, like, number one? Yeah, we, I, I think we that's important just for, like, yeah, it's, it's like, it's, like it's, 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 that at least instigates an interesting conversation, but, yeah. Because uh, these are just pick five, if you so, think about what you thought was strongest from what you saw this year. Uh, so, let's have a talk about Oxenfree real fast. Yeah, let's have it, yeah. We, we, well, Oxenfree is something we've all seen, at least, somewhat. Yeah. Um, so, Yeah. Try to exactly know where to start with Alex or Jonas. I I, I, I find think it those interesting, are the picks. Yeah, I think those are the right picks, and I there is a 
there's a I, I maybe to I, I, did, I, did, I didn't I didn't yeah yeah there, there's all the characters being strong also, but I found I find you picking June as something I can get behind because you're right that character actually had a lot going on that character again like Lincoln Clay you assume it's not very much I would say yeah. and then it's built it builds upon itself because and the story of the game is he's just become your stepbrother you really don't know anything about him you're barely you're you're trying to be friends basically and, and well that's well-worn that's well-worn um teen drama stuff and not a lot of games have actually like opened that way because um mark you've seen that stuff right the very beginning of the game with like the protagonist I've, trying I've to make seen small talk bits, with bits the brother of it like someone okay. was streaming it basically and i had it open all right, all right, all right. in a side window yeah um but like that that stuff should like a lot of teen movies or like teen like oh adventure stories open with that kind of thing especially in the 80s this like and this harkens back to that kind of tone mm. of like recently divorced parents or recently remarried parents and like the the families that are then thrust together because of that kind of thing um you don't see that in games often though that's like that was kind of interesting on like a novelty factor and they also just do it well because the two characters we're talking about are the lead and her the, the um, main supporting character, I would say. Yeah, her yeah her stepbrother, who is kind of the main thrust of her plot, I yeah. think. Because her plot's very much about her previous the, brother who died, and yeah. her now stepbrother, and then and also that being the relation like, she has with her his her her now deceased brother's girlfriend, and how that affects everything. <laughs> and Alex's main plot, yeah, for sure. So Jonas, um. Jonas or Alex, they're both they're both really strong. I think someone from Oxford gets on this list. We can talk about Alex. I mean, we've yeah. established the main uh, decision, the main, basically, arc. the arc, the beginning arc. But uh, as the playable character, she's able to make actually some fairly, even if the, you're able to sacrifice your deceased brother's uh, or at least make the plans to. I never actually realized if that's a that's an option that an ending has. I mean, I know I didn't do it, so I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I kind of there are mul there are very many multiple endings to this game, kind of like a Silent Hill fashion, a little bit. A little bit, yeah. This game's much spooky. I, I think the 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 well, we'll probably get into this when we talk about the main list. The the spook factor of that game. It's not self evident. Really, it doesn't like you. You initially start and you're like, okay, this is going to be a little spooky gets pretty gets it goes pretty fair mm. for the type of game it is which i like um but but, but also, like yeah you're right alex gets to make some pretty like major decisions of like mortality and stuff in a way you don't usually expect like life is strange might have had some of this as well but that game you couldn't do your choices so it didn't feel as significant yeah. but like in this game you make some pretty serious decisions and alex alex oh. is going through a lot in terms of like her life is changing quite a bit mm. in this game. I'll and ask like, you, I have a question, uh, since you actually played it. Uh, uh, another character gets in a fight with uh, Jonas, Ren, uh, mm -hmm. and you're able to make the decision of who you go with. Who did you pick? Uh, this is the part where they've, like... The, you. That they have different opinions on safety, and they. I think I went with the. It was was this heading back to the beach because I went with the girl because I wanted no, those no, guys I to also fucking want, yeah, yeah, I also did that. I was just curious. I think okay. I think they were both being obnoxious at yeah. that point. Yeah, and that's um, Alex is. I though I did I I 
other than I think one time I may when it, when that when the choice came up to do you go with Jonas or do you go with other characters, I tended to go with Jonas. Me as well. Uh, that yeah. that point just seemed like the best decision to go with Nona because one yeah. I didn't actually really know that character at all. Yeah. Uh, so you so um. So, but like, let's get back to okay, let's like, like choices. It is about the characters. Um, I would put Alex. I'm honestly thinking Alex because she has to deal with most of this. She's on got her more. Own. Yeah, Jonas and I, I think Jonas, Jonas is, Jonas is a, ex- a lot. yeah. Jonas is an excellent character, but he's an excellent character for what he is. Like he's he's clearly a character who's designed to be in service of Alex's arc to do with her brother because like it's no. It's no coincidence that she's got her stepbrother in this mess when a year ago she lost her biological brother right as she was going to be leaving for college and she was already feeling like he, she was he was he, she was already feeling like he was abandoning her. Mm-hmm. So and there's yeah, a, a lot of yeah. Jonas plays into that a lot and he's excellent for what he is. They you could do a stepbrother character who's for that and not write him as well as he was. Mm-hmm. I think they did a great job with him. But if we're going for a character in Oxenfree, I think... I think Alex switches it. So, I'm going to put Alex there, and then I'm going to take Jonas, and I'm going to strike through him. So, we have one spot left. I think. So, I think we have Marcus. Do we cut him? We'll read out the rest of this list. We have Uncle Death. We have Lincoln. Cl- well, no, oh, sorry. Of, of yeah, the ones that have not been yeah, officially left. picked, left, yeah. Uncle Uncle Death, BT, Henry. We should probably do Henry and Guzma real fast. And actually, yeah. you know what? Since I didn't play Pokemon Sun and Moon, you should probably pick the character you actually like the most from Pokemon Sun and Moon. Kevin. Professor, well, the character I think actually has the best arc is um, is Lily. Her name, the the blondie-haired companion character. I think her name's okay. Lily. Well, I'm putting her there. So if we want to go, I can do. I don't think I don't. I haven't played enough Final Fantasy to. to I, yeah, I, I don't. I don't. I also don't. Yeah, I don't think Prompto wins. Um, but Lily. Okay, so I don't think she wins. But I I want to at least say because you put Guzman. I think in general this is worth pointing out. I I went. I didn't play a lot of Pokemon for a lot of years. I'm not like a crazy into Pokemon guy. Some people. Uh, but Pokemon's never been about the characters, really. They're not... They're fine. fine serviceable. But uh, the characters in Sun and Moon were surprisingly decent. And, like, your companions... Because they started doing that thing in the recent ones where you don't just have a rival. Mm. You have characters who are kind of with you throughout as well. Which is a... A cool idea. I think they started doing it in black and white, and they've kind of just gone from there. And I think it's it helps a lot for making the game feel like a journey, as opposed to just you traveling from place to place and weird little mini stories happening in them. It kind of interconnects those stories well. Um, Lily starts as a character who's very unassertive, but has made one major assertive decision to begin with that you don't really know the particulars of. And she's pretty timid and, like, clearly has not, has, like, was very sheltered. Like, going on its adventure is, like, very difficult for her in a way that's not for the other companion and you. And, like, she wears, like, a really, like, a, a like a lolly, so, like, Japanese outfit for most of the game. And 
And she's like trying to pick this one Pokemon who like is a weird, mysterious, woo, it's a new Pokemon type story for her. And she goes on an arc where you learn that a lot of her shelteredness and like timidness or like lack of confidence comes from a bad relationship with her mother. And that that is like her mother is in charge of this huge like uh, pre- pre- preservation also, of the environment in Pokemon. Like, I just wanted Sorry, to realize we did make one fatal mistake that we don't have what? time to fix when making this list. What? We forgot to put any characters from Stardew Valley on this list. <laughs> we don't have the time. We don't, we don't have, have the time. time. They're all wonderful. They're all amazing. Uh, they're all great. Well, most of them are great. Stardew wins so best ensemble cast. Yeah, Stardew is fantastic, and we'll get to that in Game of the Year, but we just don't have time. Yeah, yeah that was a good, good cop, though. But um, Lil, uh, Lily goes on an arc where, like, you re- and you realize that her mother is a bad person who, like, was essentially using her children as accessories to p- prop up her own ego. Mm-hmm. And, like, they don't even half-ass that they go straight in and are like oh no she's she was a bad person and did horrible things to these people and by the end lily is like changed out of like with these frilly dresses that you realize her mother wears very similar style dresses and like goes into like essentially like a a tennis outfit and like oh it's like a white sweater like t-shirt like way less lolly in how she's dressing and like it's assertive and needing to finish the story and that actually like that's more character than anyone gets in a Pokemon game, and that's only one example of a number of characters who go on Eric's in that game. And while I don't think they win, I want to and putting Guzman is good. I want to give a shout out to they they tried it, and I think they it worked in Pokemon. Like it has a decent story and character. It's, it's actually something. It's something bigger than yeah. I've ever tried before. It's not Gary. And I, it's I appreciate not the intent. Even... It's not even just oh the localization. You you look at the re- original text and it's still pretty. It's still pretty something. Like it's not like oh somebody just took what was basic and just made it better. Yeah. Both of these totally. when they started out, you can clearly see that they went wanted to do something way more than just well you're an adventure. There's going to be some things that happen there. Maybe sometimes funny. This this one's way more from what little I've seen of it. I haven't played it. Uh, this one and it's, definitely... it's it's backloaded pretty hard. Like the story stuff is fairly backloaded. Like it doesn't it doesn't have it there that much to begin yeah. with, but it, it definitely comes in at one point. Mm-hmm. But it's better than what they've ever done. So yeah, I, I don't think they get in. Any okay. one of them gets in, but it's it's definitely yeah. way stronger. So than I think we ever talk done. about Henry and then we make our final decisions from there because we only have so Fair. much time. Okay. So, so Henry, you you probably should start with Henry. So Henry is the protagonist of Firewatch. And Firewatch is a game where you are a rec- it's set in the late late 80s early 90s I don't quite remember the time. Some, so the time that. before the internet that's that's key to understand for some of this. Um you're a character who's decided to enroll in the summer in one of it's a national is it one of the national parks? It is. Okay, he, he he decides to be it's a not, Firewatch. I don't think it's clear which one it is, but it is yeah. a park. I think it's in Wyoming. It's in Wyoming somewhere. Um, he decides to be a Firewatchman for um, Personal one of the national finance. parks for the summer because that's a job you could have back there. Yeah. Because like, oh, you, you won't have any contact with anybody, so it's a job that most people don't want to do. You're out in the wilderness. You'll be you'll be sent supplies every week, but you don't get to talk to many people, and it's for a full summer. Mm-hmm. 
And that is the like the start of the game is you, and we're kind of getting to something that will come in best moment in the sequence. But uh, the start of the game is explaining to you what would lead a man to do this. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of ways you could do that, but the way they do the the decision they make as to why he's doing it is very strong. In that he's a his he you you get a run through it's like very it's Pixar style it runs through and an entire yeah twine so. like so so it's like it's a, uh, for uh, it's a like it's like a text adventure to begin with but like little passages of you getting towards the the place you're going yeah yeah and you are introduced to the t- the information that you met your wife or like your girlfriend who then became your wife in college and she's like was a professor and you had some job like a like a worksmany style job you didn't have a fancy job but she gets early onset alzheimer's yes and it, she is older than you she's in her she's 40s. she's older she's it's explained she, you, you you met her when you were in like your early 30s when she was in her 40s like it's there's an age different but it's still it, it, it came on way faster mm-hmm. than either of you thought it would happen when, it, when it, she got diagnosed I mean, it's, it's... Yeah, and mean, eventually, I, I, yeah. But let let just, yeah, let's go through. Yeah. Um. You you start you you, you guys try to manage it to begin with. Like you have to go through all these steps with him because he it's important to walk through these steps with a character like Henry. You try to manage it with her to begin with, like get treatment, try to figure this out, and eventually she gets too far gone to be working in college. And you, it's all made with decisions that ultimately don't matter, but they do paint a picture for how you how you think Henry was dealing with this. And there's no judgment, so you can be as callous or not callous as you want. But they do escalate that that it's it, this is hard. It's hard to manage her, and it's no one's fault, but it's really difficult. And like you start having to care for her at home. Um, do you get options to like some? Do you wait at home with her, or do you just need like yeah, she's in bed, she's asleep. So you either stay at home in case something happens, or do you just go out to the bar for a beer because you really need to get out of the house? And you can choose something like that. And if you choose to stay, you'll be mad. And if you choose to go, something might happen. And it feels way worse. And it eventually gets to a point where her family agree that you are not yeah, you are not you are not able to care for her by yourself anymore. We want we're gonna take her back to her house and we're gonna manage her there. And it, you have obviously the option to go, but you obviously have to finish up whatever stuff was going on at your house. And Henry chooses not to. Uh, he chooses to just run away from all his problems and go to the place where no one will call him, no one will know what he's doing, and just go out to the summer for like one summer before he has to get back in this. Before like he has to then go back into to what his life is right now and for the most part you don't interact with anyone in firewatch except for one other character who is on another tower beside one you called Lila. directly let's just say that you do interact that is with correct. other you interact with, yes you i said mostly you don't interact yeah. with the character but what the character you have the most intimate conversation with is a other firewatchman it was like your supervisor which I don't think she makes this list i think we if she's we not making this but i think she's strong too i think henry gets on yeah. ahead of her totally um, and you start like a conversation that you personally could choose to make more flirtatious you want to, but it's clearly a form of escapism for Henry. Whenever she brings up, you can choose you can choose to be more honest about what's going on in your private life if you want to, or you can just straight up say lies, mm-hmm. like make up stuff that's not your actual life. 
because this game in a lot of ways is about Henry's attempts to avoid his problems mm. and is articulated in other characters' arcs in the story. But by the end of the game, no matter what choices you made, the game put forth the fact that, like, you you can't... Th- this was great and all, and, like, you managed to get caught up in whatever was going on here, but you you, you had a life back there, and you have to deal with that. And you don't get to see the aftermath of that, but, like, the game does confirm out there, like, there's no avoiding problems like that. These problems are shitty and complicated and hard, but you have to go back to them. And Henry's voice actor... Um, Henry's voice actor was one of the he's one of the like the ancillary characters. He fair, I think I don't know if he's a protagonist or like one of the big characters in Mad Men, but he, he's an actor he's who was in Mad. Yeah, he, he's one of the ensemble cast in Mad Men. He's a very good actor. He's one of his first game. Um, brings a lot of character to someone like Henry. Like Henry's a schlubby workman-y type guy. Um, you get snippets of his relationship with his his wife, and you get. You get like you 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 get a lot about out of him from his interaction with Delilah, and you do like his arc is a strong, unique one for a game, of like someone dealing with that kind of problem and it not being like a, the direct plot either. Though it's like it it is the plot, but it isn't because the whole game is about escaping that kind of situation, but not you can't really escape something like that. You get caught into like a larger story. I think Henry. I think Henry's he's, a cinch. I think he gets I think Henry's a cinch. Henry might win. Henry might... Uh, okay, Henry here we go. Win. So, yeah. okay, sorry everyone else who didn't make it. You all yeah. were pretty cool. BT, you were a cool robot. So sorry. Uh, so we have Alex. We have Tracer, who's not going to be number one. I don't think we can... Fair, fair. I think we can agree on that, right? Yeah, fair. Right, Mark? Yeah, yeah. I'm fine with that. Okay, and then we have Henry, and we have Otis. Deborah, do you feel strong enough about Otis to? Yeah, absolutely. To absolutely. make to make him the winner is what I'm asking. He's oh, this. um, I want to have this conversation, but before we do, yes, I know you might be able to hear all of this, Mark. You, admittedly, you 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 know the least about any of these characters. Sure. Um, from what you've heard, who 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 is interesting to you, or do you have any opinion? From what you've heard, honestly, it's it's really that. really abstract. Without, I mean, it is abstracted, obviously. You, get, you guys have not folded Uncle Death. That's like the simplest character for me to understand and appreciate. <laughs> yeah. Totally, totally. So uh, he's, he's, he's just a goofy. Character. He's a goofy senpai lover. Yeah. That's all so. Who is who is it down to? Who is it between? It the bold is, uh, I well, I can even make it simpler. Uh, it is here. One second. You've got things bolded and struck through, and then neither. The bolded are the ones who are Here we go. the top five. We are now picking an overall number one. Okay, he is now copying and pasting over into a different column. Just that so it's clear, so you can see the ones clearly without it getting lost in the text. What, what? Yeah, we're looking at a Google sheet. Yeah. Yeah, it's for everyone. Yeah, sorry. So I'm going to do stuff like this. Um, Here is what right. we've left. Of those, of those five. Who is number the one? Number one. Yes. Yeah. And I'm not even saying it. for you to give a definitive opinion, but like you, and I know it's like abstracted, but I'm just curious of what you've heard, what sounds the most like intriguing of what you've heard. Huh. I mean, I liked what I saw of Oxenfree. It seemed very, very interesting. Not my type of game per se. Yeah. But just the plot overall. Distinguishing the two characters is, is impossible for me. Uh, I feel like Dapper really went into Owlboy quite a lot and made it seem pretty interesting. Yeah. 
Uh, Mafia, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, like I like Lincoln. Not with it, that's okay. Um, I would, I'm okay with that as long as he makes the list. Because uh, he needs some. So I mean, some of it it's it's hard to get to get a to get a feel from for just a hearing. giant open world game. So, the, but but these these are, it, yeah. These five are all on the list, and which one is number one? Yeah, yeah. Well, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, well, and we've kind of I think Tracer's not gonna make it, and I don't know if Otis is gonna make it. Yeah, as far as depth goes, I don't think I could I could say I don't think I could vote for Tracer, and I obviously have trouble because of these. I was surprised you guys games. wanted to do a number one. That's that's really hard. It's, uh, it's tough, but that's kind of part of the... I, I'm, I'm okay with going Henry or Alex at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to come down to this. Of course it um, is. Uh, yeah. So Alex um, is, of course. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it comes down mm-hmm. to favorite games by each person? Well, yeah. no. no. We, we've, we've had a we've, long running These joke. games are very similar. These games are admittedly very similar. Oh, really? Narratively uh, heavy games that were Narrative games about like an isolated environment using radios to communicate with one another. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. About, avo- about avoiding problems. And also the mystery that involves a new place that you've never really been yeah, to that much. No, they, they, are very, they are admittedly very similar games. I'm okay with uh, giving Henry his due. Um, I think Henry's strong. Uh, here's one. Uh, this is not referencing another fact because I was very annoyed that they didn't even talk about Henry in the best characters on Giant Bomb because I think he is he was a very strong. You can have a lot of issues with the overall plot of Firewatch, and people do, mm-hmm. but like Henry's a very compelling character. I'll 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 give Henry this. Yeah, mainly because we're we're very short on oh, time. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, um, so our winners are Henry. Henry is our best new character, and then the runners up are in no particular order: uh, Otis from Alboy, Lincoln Clay from Mafia Three, Tracer from Overwatch, and Alex from Oxen.